welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Thanks for joining us again. I apologize. I've been a little under the weather for the past week. You can probably tell Aww. through my stuffy sinus A little voice. bit. A little bit. Are you better? I'm on the upswing for sure, but it really like knocked me on my ass for like Aww. a couple of days, which uh, is weird. Uh. I mean, it was just like a sinus thing. But I haven't I wonder, been sick in a long time, though. I was going to say, if it's been a while, yeah, especially, you know, we've all been masked, so we've been kept. Masked and sanitized and all yes, of that. Yes, exactly. I was going to actually apologize myself because this morning I had to do um, a Zoom meeting, and I realized as soon as that it was my turn to talk on the Zoom, my nose just, like, let down. <laughs> and I was like, perfect, perfect yeah. dollar. So, like, my nose is running on this Zoom meeting, and I didn't have any tissues with me. Yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> I'm professionally, like, wiping my face. Mm-hmm. With... So, I was going to apologize that I might be sniffing a lot during this. So, in, in general, by. Valerie and Sammy <laughs> yeah. are going to be snot rags yeah. during this episode. <laughs> Fall season. Yeah, I think it's, though, because I turned on my heat. And I think it's it's blowing like oh, dust. Stuff. I think that's what yeah. I think that's what my issue is is that it's drying the air out. Plus, it's a little dusty from turning mm-hmm. the heat on for the first time. Yeah, I apologize, listeners. Yes, we both do. Um, I I want to apologize for one more thing. Mm-hmm. I uh, I broke I you know I broke my glasses when I was in Michigan. Yeah. I haven't fixed them yet. So okay. these are like my old pair. Uh-huh. So um. They're a little blurry for me. So I have um, a glasses <coughs> repair kit. I found when I went digging through right. my SM bag, um, excuse me, my stage manager's kit. And I found one. I was like, yay. Mm-hmm. But my eyes are so bad. Even with these glasses, it. I can't, you can't fix see it. to fix it. I can't see to fix it. And I dropped two of the screws oh, God. into the carpet. And they're boop, gone. Even with even like feeling around Braille style, oh, I can't find no. the screws. So I'm like, well, didn't you oh. have? Don't you have another pair? They're clear. They're clear pair. I do. I was using them this morning, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. They didn't seem to be working that well for me this morning, but now they now I'm like, oh look, I don't have to keep looking like you don't have to keep looking up my nose for me to see you. All right, contrary to my belief, they actually do work. So can you believe that this is the halfway point of season two? No, no, I can't. I'm I'm in shock. It's yeah, like flying by. I know. I was just like, oh, it's like still the beginning. It's like no, it's. <laughs> it's <laughs> it not. does kind of feel like we're we're still like we got to get going again. I know. So I'm gonna make this ask in the front of the episode rather than the back of the episode because people oh. are still kind of tuning in, but. <laughs> If for our halfway of season two anniversary, <laughs> if I could ask our loyal listeners um, to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a nice little review if you liked us. If you didn't like us, please don't leave a review. You can let us know somewhere else, but please don't leave us a review. <laughs> it takes a lot to get rid of one bad review. Well, it never goes away, but... Um, to diminish it, I should say. Yes. Then. 
But if you are enjoying what you're hearing, then we would greatly appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts. It would really help a lot get us somewhere in the vicinity of being seen. <laughs> yeah. If you're so inclined, there's also Podchaser. Oh, yes. Uh, pod- you can there, find us on mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's a few others that allow reviews. But because Apple Podcasts is the biggest one, that's the one that is most helpful at this moment in time. So if you yeah. could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. And thank you in advance. Yep. And thank you to everybody who has left us yes. stars and left us reviews. Those are two separate things, by the way. Yes, You can they leave are. a review mm-hmm. and stars, or you can just leave stars. Yes. If you're, if you're shy. Mm-hmm. And that's we'll take fine. it all. Yep, yep. exactly. And uh, without further ado, shall we? We shall. Right. Season 2, Episode 11, Playthings. Remember your imaginary childhood friend? Bet your buddy was an anything like an angelic little girl's invisible playmate, a hoodoo demon with an unearthly aptitude for murder. Written by Matt Witten and directed by Charles Beeson. Two newbies as far as I can tell. I think you're right. I think now, you're right. I have a question for you. You always say this to me, but the the first time I watched this episode, I was really, really out of it. Like all up on like... uh, Oh, your cold meds? (laughs) Yes. The drugs were altering my mind. Um, (laughs) Did this to you seem a little off? Like, I don't know if the timing and or the writing and or the general atmosphere of the episode... It was felt it? like they changed gears without using the clutch a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a it was a different. At, I mean, I don't want to say atmosphere because you just you just said that, but yeah, it it changed speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, it changed directions. Um, the the characters of the boys changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, from the direction that they were just heading in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say it did change and it was abrupt. It wasn't, um, okay. So it wasn't exactly the drugs talking to me being like, no, it was, I mean, it tried to be weird. (laughs) Yeah. It tried to be like a standalone. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it had, we couldn't continue with, uh, the way things left with Sam saying Ava. Yeah. Even though they kind of did try to do that. Yeah. Um, that storyline wasn't continued in this one, and it was so abrupt the way they did it. It was uh-huh. like, all right, I guess we're, yes, I noticed that as well. Okay, I cool. wouldn't have said anything because I just kind of put it to the back of my head. But because you mentioned it, yes. Cool. All right, so the recap was essentially just the previous episode wrapped up in like a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, there wasn't, there was nothing new, and there was no real... Uh, foreshadowing of what this episode was going to be. It's the same stuff. No, no. No. So then when we get to the teaser, it opens up on a super creepy inn. It's kind of dusk. It's dark, but not totally dark out. It's kind of wet and foggy. Yeah, and it's really old-fashioned. Yeah, like a Victorian Mm -hmm. manor almost. Like if they didn't have that sign out front that said Pierpont Inn, I would have been like, oh, it's it's a mansion. Mm. It is Definitely. actually a mansion. <laughs> In Vancouver, it's like a mansion that they used for this uh, nice this this um, episode. But I still can't see it as like they kept calling it a hotel. Yeah, and I was like, this does not hotel <laughs> is not the word for this. Well, you know, it kind of reminded me of. Have you ever been inside of the Lotus Club? 
Do you remember the Christmas party that Nyko had that one year yeah, yeah. inside yes, of that fancy yes, yes. mansion? That's yes. kind of what that is. It's a mansion. It's not nearly as big as this one. Um, right. But it's a mansion from, you know, the 1900s at some point that they turned into a hotel. Two's. Right. Right. Oh, the Lotus Club. Yes. Yeah. And even the the bar scene that we'll see later. Yes. It, look, there's a room in the Lotus Club that is like the spitting image of that almost. Really? Yeah. Well, this just <clears throat> screams The Shining. Yeah, I think that there were a couple of mentions of things that I read that there was like some homages to The Shining from this. Yeah, I mean, just the... Still even haven't just... seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in this mansion slash hotel, a moving guy is there. He's commenting on... Like, wow, I can't believe you're selling this place. It's been around forever. My whole yeah. family, extended and otherwise, got married here. <laughs> yeah. There are two little girls up on the top of the stairs who are upset that this moving guy is there. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, no, they're going to take all our, our toys. toys. Yeah. <laughs> One of the girls is like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cute little call out to Dean. And the mom's yeah. like, hey, yeah. watch your mouth. Well, and they, of course, both, one of the, they, they both say they it. They both that's, say it. It's oh. important to to point out. One, the curly-headed one says it first, and then the straight-haired one says it second. Says it. And the mom's like, hey, watch mm -hmm. your mouth. And, of course, it turns into, well, she said it first. Yeah, yeah. You, both of you, watch yes. your mouths. Yeah. So then later, uh, the straight-haired one named Tyler uh, is playing in this really cool, fancy dollhouse. Um, yes. In her, I'm just, it's kind of like a playroom. And she sets down a, a, a boy doll, a guy doll, in a rocking chair and goes to say goodnight to a couple of the other dolls in a different room. And then goes back for the for the man doll that she had just put in the rocking chair. Uh-huh. And it's gone. Yep. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so she's looking, she kind of looks around in the dollhouse for, you know, where did I just put this this other doll? And she finds it uh on the second on the lower floor like at the mm -hmm. bottom of a staircase with its head twisted around yeah and uh i was like oh this can't be good two things can't be good one right. how did the dog get there two its heads twist around backwards and she picks mm -hmm. it up she's like huh <laughs> yeah not a lot of reactions going on with this little girl <laughs> yeah yeah just like hmm. and is that when she hears like her mom scream yeah so you hear this like blood curdling scream and again, not a huge reaction from the little girl, but she's like, huh, stands up. She goes to the outside the room to the banister and is looking down the flight of stairs. And her mom's on the phone, I'm assuming, talking to the police. And the delivery guy who was just talking about how you know sad it is that she's having to sell this hotel uh -huh. is at the bottom of the stairs, laying on what I would assume is his face, but it's not because nope. his head is also <laughs> yeah. twisted 180 degrees. Yes. There's blood pooling onto the floor. There's broken dolls. Like he must've been carrying a box of dolls down the stairs and his, he's, his mouth is still yes, like, yes, his jaw that, is like, still moving. Like guppying like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's no reaction from the little girl. She's just no. like, hmm. Yeah. Her eyes widen just a little bit, but just for the most bit. part, it's just, that's a title screen. <laughs> yeah. Did you look at the, have you seen I, the? I saw what you sent me. Sorry, I didn't respond. I was oh, that's okay. <clears throat> really out of it, but I was like, oh yeah, those are definitely teeth that you sent me. <laughs> and I tried again to pause it, but I couldn't. So I think, I don't know. And maybe not like quick enough on the, 
That's on okay. the thing because I can't go frame by frame. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I but just want to point right. out. <laughs> Yay! So this episode clearly is going to have dolls in it. Yeah. I've never liked dolls, and it's not because I've been creeped out by them. I was just never a play with dolls kind of kind of mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, I remember one of my friend's mothers got me some dolls and said to me for my birthday, "I'm he these are your dolls. I'm going to start your collection." Mm. And she thought she was doing a nice thing by getting yeah. me, you know, a set of dolls to start with. And I was like, "Gee, thanks." <laughs> uh, never played with them. I mean, I kept them because they were a gift and they were actually kind of cool. Yeah, but. I, mm, I don't like dolls. <laughs> now I don't like them because of all the horror movies I've seen. Yeah. I played with Barbies, but I didn't really play with black porcelain dolls like that. Um, but my grandma, on my mother's side, uh, she had some porcelain dolls around. Not that many. That was too many. That's too many. But she did have some scattered around. In fact, this whole house reminded me a lot of my grandmother. Really? Yeah, it wasn't a mansion by any means, but some of the decor sure, sure, that was the, around. Yeah, yeah, just that, I don't want to say Victorian over and over again, but there's a style. There's a definite yeah. style yeah. That, that definitely is an older uh, taste. Yeah. So Sam and Dean are still in Peoria looking for Ava. He's just getting off the phone with Ellen saying, you know, the talking about Ava. They've got like the whole... The wall of the, the wall paperwork. of pinned up things, yeah, yeah including research. Ava's missing poster. And then he comments, "Ellen does not have anything, but she does have a job for us in Cornwall, Connecticut." Dean is a little surprised that he would want to do something else other than looking for Ava because he's uh-huh. been blaming himself so much about Ava, right? But Sam A needs a distraction. Um, and B does not want others to die off while he's being so focused on Ava. Right. But we then need he... to save as many people as possible. Right, right. But he does mention we've been looking for a month now. A, he's still got a cast oh, on. Still got a cast. I wrote it down. <laughs> still in a cast. Two months later, he's got a cast on. He's a, if they he's have a indeed healer. been looking for a month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got a, that's a long arm, you know, that's got to be healed. That's a lot of bone. He's a big guy. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It was like, it it was weird that a month later they are still like so focused on Ava that they haven't, that they haven't gotten to this point earlier. Yeah. A month seems a long time for them to have not found anything. Yeah. And they were, they were also talking about it as if it had just happened a week ago. Like that was kind of the, the disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. The urgency that I felt there was just like, this just happened like not too long ago. We're still like looking with this much vigor. Um, in, in a month in, I don't know. I felt like that was like a weird thing that they just threw in for whatever well, reason. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, why? Why Why make it sound like they've been working that hard and for that long yeah. to just be like, well, all right, let's go look at something else. Yeah. They Ellen told them about this hotel where people, a woman drowned in the bathtub, uh, which we didn't see. Um, but then a, a delivery guy fell down the stairs, which we did see. <laughs> Sounds like a job for us. And Dean is surprised because he's like, I thought you'd be like more angsty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more mopey and like looking out the window while it rains. But uh, all right, let's go. Let's go do something different. Um, I want to say I love the motel they're in. Again, it's almost like they, they were in the exact same motel before that had the blue wallpaper, except uh-huh. this time it's orange wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> Does the pattern look the same? 
set decorators are on a roll with the uh, blue and silver or orange and silver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wall. So then they approach this this hotel in Connecticut, which is a complete 180 from these motel rooms that they've been staying in <laughs> lately. Right. And Dean is way excited about it. He's like, oh, my God, this is like an actual old school haunted house case. Yeah. He's so excited. I never get to do this. <laughs> he, they even like call out their own show, you know, it's yeah. like the fog in a spooky house in his dark <laughs> secret passageways. Hope we run into, you know, Scooby and Daphne, <laughs> which little does he know. Um, right. I know. But Jesus, horn dog Dean can't even like keep it in his pants for a cartoon character. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I'm sure that was every teenage boy. Exactly. In that time. Exactly. So as they're walking up to the front door of this uh, this hotel, Sam notices uh, a symbol in one of the urns, like one of the pots outside. And I wanted to say, good eye, Sam, because I wouldn't have seen that. No. And it, it looked like just like five little dots and a cross or something. Yeah, it kind of looks like the side of the five side of a die, um, yeah. but with lines connecting in, in the middle. Like a cross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what's he called? A quincast? A quincunts? A quincunts? Quink <laughs> quink oh, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, TZ. <laughs> TZ. Um, no, X. Quincucks. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, is it, what does it mean? An orderly or organized universe is what it symbols? Like, in real um, life, you mean? Or in the... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I just looked up to see if it did have anything to do with hoodoo, and I couldn't really find anything beyond the websites that are specifically about supernatural. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It wasn't a specifically hoodoo symbol, but it is yeah. a universal symbol. Yeah. For, yeah. No, it is. Um, it's a real thing. And so, but they deduce that it is a a, a hoodoo symbol. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "All right, maybe it is." <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, so once inside, the um, the hotel owner is uh, like outrageously incorrectly identifies Sam and Dean as, <laughs> as gay antiquers. <laughs> crack that one, cracked me up. And and <laughs> the fact that Dean was so um, offended, offended, <laughs> well, by it. like I mean, hurt almost. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say offended, like. No, that, may, that makes him sound wrong with that. yeah. That makes him sound like he's a homophobe, which he does kind of sometimes carry those tendencies just a touch. But I wouldn't yeah. say that's what his reaction was. He was just like, hey, well, "Wait, what do you mean? Like, is, <laughs> like <laughs> of all the things how, in life he has to worry about, this yeah, isn't one of them." Yeah. How 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 does me and my brother, my real life brother, come <laughs> off as as gay? That's gay. that's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but sam thinks he's got it he's like well you're butch maybe you, maybe she thinks you're yeah, overcompensating he, sa he says the leader so he um pays for the the hotel room with a stolen credit card with the name mr mayor goff mahogoff uh, mahogoff which is uh i looked it up in the urban dictionary it's slang for uh needing some alone time oh <laughs> And they check and they check into room two thirty seven. There's the shining all over again. Because isn't the that the room, room? Isn't that the room that Dean was in the hospital? 
uh, it wasn't Dean's room. It was a, the room that uh, Eric Kripke, Dr. Kripke, was called to. Oh, okay, okay. When that other girl was passing. Okay, but it was in that episode. Yes, yes. It's the, but it's also the scary room where bad things happen in The Shining. So they uh, check into the hotel. Woman behind the counter dings the bellhop thing. Ding! And out comes this old <laughs> bellhop guy. I was like, really? Poor guy should not be schlepping people's bags up to their rooms. Yes, particularly since he's just like dragging it across the floor. <laughs> conk, conk, conk up the stairs. And it's like Dean's bag of weapons. <laughs> right. Good old Sherwin. Dean, yeah, Dean's like, I could take that for you. Nope, nope. Nah, I'm doing my it. job. I didn't do it. But and he, then he, he's like, <laughs> hand out for a tip. <laughs> it's like hunters are notoriously bad tippers. Mm-hmm. But both him, whose name is Sherwin, and the uh, owner, whose name is Susan, they both together say, oh, this place has been around forever, but the guests aren't really coming in like they used to, so we've had to sell the place. And um, oh. <laughs> Dean is like, gee, I wonder why, when he looks at the decor <laughs> in his room, it's like an old ratty wedding dress, like pinned like to the wall. Like nailed to the wall. I like that he beat me to it. I, I literally <laughs> was like, what the, just as he says, what the, beat me to it. And then sits down on the bed and it's like, <laughs> the mattress like just... probably has not been changed in 130 years. They both find out that all of the victims are connected to the sale of the house or moving out of the house, something that's, yeah. you know, getting yeah, rid of it. Either or a realtor out. or moving stuff out, yeah, has, um, that maybe that's what's running people off. So then they go off to find clues, I guess, and then shortly that, they do find one. I, that was my next question. I was like, they knock on the door that says private. Well, they, like, for, but they were just walking, and then Sam finds the second quincux in a like a vase somewhere, <laughs> the five uh-huh. spot thing, and they're like, okay, so there definitely is a lot of hoodoo going on. Um, I'm yeah, I'm not sure why they decided like, why to did they knock, knock on, on the her door. door. Yeah, I guess maybe they were just knocking on a door to see if there was anybody in there, so like they, they could go in, probably to snoop around. But it turns out there is somebody in there. It's Susan, the the owner. Dean does his creepy question asking like a little too like creepily asks creepy questions because when she opens the door to that room that's the doll room that the little girl was Uh playing in that tyler Uh was playing in dean sees all these dolls he's like "Ooh, can we come in and look at your dolls you know oh my brother and he does it he totally throws sam under the bus again just like he did in um hookman when he he's like oh sam loves to paint when that kid was painting his body oh yeah yeah he's like oh my brother sam loves dolls (laughs) <laughs> and he just goes on and on and on and on. This was total, I felt like this was payback because it was just like a few minutes before this that Sam was like, well, you are butch, so maybe butch. they think you're overcompensating for something. Yes, absolutely. But it's, it also was just typical of Dean because he did the exact same thing yes, earlier, you know, yeah. in that previous episode. And it, poor Sam just had to be like, yep, I yes. love them. It's true. I love dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I love to dress them up. So while she, Susan, I don't know why, but she lets him into the room <laughs> even after that creepy little display. And so they're looking around at the, at the dolls and <laughs> I love that Dean is like, nope, not super creepy at all. <laughs> um, 
but Sam is still on a mission. I feel like Sam's been on a mission this entire time, you know, mm. like he wasn't, he wasn't affected by their room. He didn't, he wasn't affected by the, the wedding dress on the wall or the mm. creepy decorations. He's like on a mission to find out what's going on. And he goes and he sees the model house, the model um, that the little girl was playing dolls in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is this, is this a model of the hotel? And she's, and, the, and Susan says, yeah, this is, it's an exact replica. Yeah. I have to give a shout out to the, the crew for this. Cause I'm not quite sure if it was props or set or maybe a little bit of both. Um, but they made this house. Oh, they did. They did. They went to go, uh, um, like the creative team went to go commission it somewhere um, to because since this mansion is a real thing, you know, they like asked Los like people in Los Angeles was like, hey, can you make a replica, like a miniature replica of this? And the quotes were like over thirty thousand dollars to oh do. Oh my gosh! And so then they were complaining. To, you know, they're like, man, what are we gonna do? Then the crew guys were like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. And they and, did. And they did. And it looks wow. amazing. It it even had working lights on the inside. Yeah. There like were they, working mm -hmm. fans. I mean, mm -hmm. it was the detail inside that little dollhouse. And I say little. Yes. It was not little. I mean, this took up, you know, yeah. half a ping pong table, I would yeah. say. If not, that's how I couldn't imagine what scale that was. But yeah, it was amazing. It looked great. Mm -hmm. So yay, shout out. Props yeah. to the props and set. and. Yeah whatever wow. else but also then they had to like rig it in order to do all the creepy <laughs> things that you know it that ends end up, up doing yeah. and filming inside of it so i was yeah very impressed my mother is a big miniatures person and she's built a few dollhouses in her time so I have no idea. yeah i don't do them but uh, i know how intimate she gets with them wow sam who's on his this mission for you know clues and stuff is looking at the dollhouse and he he finds the twisty head doll twisty head yeah it's like he's a, i almost said the milkman because it looks like <laughs> the milkman the little doll um but it's the delivery guy with his head twisted on backwards and he's like huh <laughs> looks like your doll is broken yeah his head you know? is twisted around yeah and the mom's like oh it must have been tyler playing with it and just then tyler walks in mm -hmm. and sam's like you know your doll's broken do you want me to fix it and she's like well i didn't break the doll how did they get to Maggie? She came in, in and she was, so Tyler comes in and she's like, Maggie's being mean to me. Um, so the mom says, well, tell her I said to be nice. And then Sam questions, is like, you know, how, why'd you break your doll? And she's like, I didn't do it. Oh, maybe Maggie did it. No, Maggie didn't do it. Grandma would be furious if we broke her dolls. Her doll. So cut to Grandma and this woman who's, sitting in a wheelchair in a semi-darkened room mm -hmm. uh looking out the window it's raining of course um and so we're assuming this is this is grandma mm -hmm. grandma rose yeah not mysterious at all yeah. this whole vibe <laughs> not, not not psycho at all especially um, how short susan gets when uh, when sam is trying to be like oh i would love to talk to her about her doll collection right and susan's yeah. like nope no, she's not feeling well. She's not <laughs> seeing visitors. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sure at this point, Sam and Dean have been kind of ushered out of the room. That's yeah. the end of the discussion. So now Dean's kind of focused too. It's like, okay, we got to research grandma. We got to mm -hmm. figure out who, you know, who grandma is. Um, I'm going to go look around for other hoodoo things. You look up grandma on the computer and <laughs> see if there's any other people she's whacked off. And he's like, but no porn. He still won't let Sam live down 
being caught <laughs> looking at porn in that um in not that the, hotel. Not Children the kind of whacking off that things. I mean. <laughs> right. Poor Sam. He's like, never gonna live this down. No. So next thing we see Susan, uh, who's back down working the front desk again, uh, I, I thought, is signing papers. And there's a guy there who apparently is part of the business of selling the hotel because she asks him. She says, so what kind of changes are you going to make? Like, what are the renovations going to be? And he says, oh, didn't they tell you? We're not, we're not renovating. We're demolishing this building. Mm-hmm. And she's taken aback by that. She's like, oh, okay. Um, and then we cue back to Tyler, who's uh, back in her playroom. She's playing tea party and humming a little song. And behind her, the dollhouse is moving by itself. It shows a, a scene in the in one of the rooms where a, a man doll is sitting on the bed. And it's an exact mirror image of the real developer. Um, I kept calling him a developer. I don't think he is, but... Um, Sitting on suit, yeah. <laughs> sitting on his bed, just sitting on his bed, staring in the space. Random. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the dollhouse door opens by itself. So does the real door behind him. Yeah. And then Tyler, probably her spidey sense is tingling. You know, she stands up. You know, and looks behind her, but she sees the doll being hung from the ceiling fan. And then we see, of course, the guy in the suit hanging from his ceiling yeah. fan yeah she was singing like she was humming to herself that whole time and yeah. i thought she was humming um you know it's raining it's pouring mm. uh, it was kind of that and all i could think of because i kept hearing the end part of it which is went to bed bumped his head couldn't get up in the morning that's mm. what i kept hearing she doesn't say it but that's a yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was like ooh. Nice creep factor. Yeah, I couldn't tell what song she was humming. So then Sam and Dean separately, um, Sam from the hotel room and Dean from down on the main floor with Susan, they both see a body being loaded up into like into a, the coroner's van. Yeah, yeah. So then Dean asks what happened, and uh, Susan is like, "Maid went in and found him hanging from the ceiling." Keep like getting bad, bad luck like this. A lot this. of bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to go, I understand. And, you know, Dean mm-hmm. is like, no, 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 I don't scare that easy. But he's, like, super motivated now. Yes. He is, like, uh huh. And he bursts into his, the, his room with this, like, energy. It's just like, man, we got to go. And he's ready to, like, load up the weapons and, <laughs> and the books yeah. and all that. You know, okay. <laughs> he doesn't notice like Sam who's just sitting in a chair in the room like completely slouched down yeah all mopey I mean like 100% mope uh, <laughs> all mopey, mopey. Sam mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Dean's like barking out orders we're like, like you oh, get this go. and I'll get this and then we're gonna go do this and <laughs> Sam is just like you're bossy what which he is <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're bossy and you're short <laughs> <laughs> And I love this. Dean says, are you drunk? Sam says, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a lot going on here. And it's masked by the humor of, you know, a drunk Drunk person. Drunk Sam. Yes. But he is upset, to put it lightly. Another person has died. That that another person has died and that he couldn't save because he believes with his whole heart that... The more people he can save, the more he can offset 
this his evil destiny. thing. Yes, as yeah. he says, his destiny. But he fears so much that he is going to, in fact, turn into something evil. The more good deeds he can do, you know, the mm-hmm. more he can stave off the yeah. evilness. His, his impending evil. Yeah. yeah. And he's starting to think, Dad was right. Maybe you should kill me. You have to promise that if I turn, that you, meaning Dean, will kill me. You have to do it. You're the only one who can. And, and Dean, you know, he's like, Dad's an ass. He shouldn't have yeah. given this responsibility to me. Yeah. Correct. Um, <laughs> but he's also like, please don't ask this of me. Don't yeah. put this on me. Yeah. And Sam is relentless. He's like, no, you have to promise me. And Dean relents. And he he says, does, I, I think, because he's like, okay, he's drunk. He's not going to remember this. Yeah. Right. Like, Fine. I promise. Okay, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Literally, it looks like yeah. flops him down on his yeah. face. But did you notice that Sam was actually crying during all that? Yeah. He had he had tears running down his yeah. face, which I was like, oh, God, he's so broken. I um Initially, when the camera first panned to him still in the chair, when he was like, you know, you're bossy. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought he was possessed. I thought like something oh. in the room had taken <laughs> over him because of how un-Sam he was. Yeah. Part of me was like, oh, what did the room do to him? <laughs> you know, Look out, Dean, something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I also love that this is also when uh, uh, Dean trying to just get Sam into bed is like, come on, Sasquatch, yeah. you know, which is actually Jensen's nickname for for jerry yeah was cute and then accuse just a touch of that i've been calling it the brotherly love music you know yeah. that music that's like da 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yep i thought it was interesting in in sam's um i don't want to say belligerence but in his uh, insistence mm-hmm. upon you know dean having to kill him he says watch out for me and you know dean says i always watch out for you and Sam's like, no, no, watch out for me. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen. And the second you see it, watch out. This yeah. is, yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh. Poor guy. Yeah. I mean, the both of them. I mean, I know. Dean leaves Sam <laughs> to his drunken, <laughs> you know, passing out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I guess we're not hunting anything tonight. <laughs> That's not fine. Tonight. <laughs> and heads down to the bar himself, mm-hmm. which is, again, you described this. Uh, Hotel the Lotus New York, Club. Mm-hmm. The Lotus Club. Uh, this is this scene is straight up out of The Shining again. Yeah, I mean that was the up. one. That was the one that they said was an homage to the The Shining. Yeah, straight up, bartender, the telling of stories. Yeah, all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love great. <laughs> I know I loved the scene because you know the old guy Sherman. He pours Dean a drink, and they're both kind of sharing a tumbler full of whiskey because what the hell else are you gonna do? There's no guests, so might as well get drunk with the guests that's there. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Dean asks him, oh, man, I'd love to hear some stories. And I love this line. Yes. The guy says, boy, you should never say that to an old man. Yep. <laughs> Tell me some this, stories. That was yep. so cute. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> He's kind of all-knowing, this guy. Yeah. And he does. He starts telling stories, mm-hmm. um, most of which we don't hear. But the next thing we see is uh sherwin is like showing dean around the house and pointing yeah. to pictures and mm-hmm. telling stories about you know these are the people that used to live in this house and they come across a, a picture of rose grandma rose as a little girl uh and so that starts some stories mm-hmm. you know he he pulls out a picture of i think it's it's grandma rose and her nanny a picture. yes and not this photo but the one that's right in front of it those two little cherubs that it kind what of the hell 
it looks like was, Dean is is pointing to that, you know, and being like, who's yeah. that? Right. My grandmother had those photos in her house. Okay, because I wrote down, what is the cherub with the bow and arrow? I, there's like two pictures of these cherubs with bows and arrows, which I'm assuming is Cupid, but in the picture, I thought that's what he was looking at. Yeah, yeah, like, because the, who is this child? Yeah, because the, the actual ring. photo that they're talking about is like hidden behind directly it. behind. Like you can't even really see it. Yeah. But no, my grandmother had those two, and those... they were bigger. She had them like 16 by 24, I think, but they were hanging up in her bedroom. And is it just cherubs with bows and arrows so i i looked it up because i was like okay is this a famous thing then because you know i looked at those photos my whole life you know because we lived with her for a while famous Um, babies (laughs) yeah so it was by a photographer named mb parkinson and this is kind of the only thing that he like achieved fame for um they were just like a kid that he used to babysit and then he made these uh, black and white photos of him. Um, oh, wow. And it's called Cupid Awake, I think, or Cupid Asleep, or maybe it's both. But <laughs> some stores started to put these photos in photo frames just frames. in the store, like an old five and dimes. They put them in the frames. And people were buying the frames just for those photos. Oh, my gosh. So it's like kind of the Friends episode where Phoebe has like – She's like, oh, this is my father at a <laughs> graduation. Father. <laughs> right, Here's him right. at another graduation. Here's him at another graduation. Here's him at a wedding. And it's right. just like the stock the photos model, that right. come in. So that's oh, kind of what gosh. that was. It was like a, a, a quote unquote a stock, stock photo. photo. But people like, oh, this is so cute. And then they bought them and, and put them around. So my question is, <laughs> did your grandmother buy the frames or the photo in the frame. I'm not sure, to be honest. And she's <laughs> she's dead, rest in peace. So I can't ask her. <laughs> oh. oh god, because that did take me back for a second. I was like, why does that baby have weapons? Um, and I thought that's what Dean was pointing to. It was like, who's this kid with the weapons? It took me okay. back too, but for a different reason. <laughs> So instead, yes. Sherwin reaches behind that picture um, of the cherubs and uh, pulls out a photo, uh, a frame photo of Rose and um, her nanny. Yeah, her nanny Marie. And, and nanny Marie, who Dean notices is wearing um, that five uh, spot around her neck. You. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to say it wrong. Right. <laughs> and Dean's like, aha, there's the hoodoo. Yes, because Sherwin says... She took better care of her than her mother did, or they were closer than her own mother was, something like that. Yeah, spent more time with her. Yes, and then he touchingly puts that photo, like, on the centerpiece of the fireplace mantle. Yeah, that was really nice. Just a nice, like, a slow, like, oh, this deserves a little place of honor in the last few. And why was it hidden behind that? Yeah. So the next morning, (laughs) we see Sam barfing Nurse, yeah nursing a tequila <laughs> hangover which is probably the worst of hangovers oh. at least in my personal experience everyone everyone has their own, their own uh, stories. evil liquor you know yep yep i won't i won't tell you i've told you mine it doesn't need to be repeated on, on the podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah poor sam <laughs> head down on the toilet just barfing away dean and making course, it worse <laughs> that's what brothers do with a with a quote from the movie Weird Science, which is oh. I have a remedy for that. Yeah, it's uh, what does he say? A greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray, which is directly <laughs> out of that movie. So they deduce that uh, Nanny Marie um, taught Rose hoodoo, and that mm. is 
what is conspiring here? Yeah. And so they decide is- now is the time to talk to Rose, but not before yeah. Sam brushes his teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually surprised at how close Dean was standing to him. I would have been like, nowhere Mm -hmm. near that bathroom. Nowhere near that open bathroom door, let alone standing next to Sam. Poor little Sam. I wrote wrote down puppy Sam just because I think I was just like, oh, little thing. (laughs) Poor thing. So then they go off into that same room that says private. They break Um, in. Yes, because no one is answering. So I think that you were right in your... Your question Initial. of, like, maybe they were just trying to see if no one was there. Yeah. Uh, so they break in. There is a room within that room, or at least a door within that room, that leads yeah. to another that's, floor. Yeah. So it's like Talk about they, hidden passages. Yeah. That's, what, they, that's what Dean was talking about in the yeah, beginning. He's like, yeah. ooh, hidden passages. It's like, and, are they uh, keeping Grandma in the attic? They are Jesus. keeping Grandma in the attic. Because they go up like a flight and a half of stairs down a hallway, and there she is, just sitting in a chair all by herself, staring at the window. Yeah, and and I told when they did this, when the camera did this whole like zoom in on Uh, Grandma, I was like, oh, it's a dead woman. That's what I told. I thought thought it was psycho. I thought it was one hundred percent psycho, and it was just Uh going to be a skeleton of of this woman. Yeah, because they didn't show her face in the first uh, Mm -mm. in the first shot of her. It was just like a silhouette of an old woman in a. A rocking chair or wheelchair. So then they approach Grandma Rose, who is alive. (laughs) 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 And I thought it was going to be either she was dead or it was going to be a jump scare moment like they did in um, Something Wicked This Way Comes when Dean snuck up on that woman in the the hospital room that like scared the crap out of him. That's what I thought this was going to be. Right. Either she's dead or Dean's going to poop himself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, She is awake, but not really speaking but then sam notices hmm. she's she's not communicating she's probably had a stroke yes so because hoodoo is so hands-on you know needing to like build altars and and do the herbs and the different concoctions very handsy yeah she's probably not the one that's been doing this right and no, Unless she's faking. Yes, and no, <laughs> Sam will not let Dean poke her with the stick. He wanted to. He's like, huh, <laughs> maybe. So should we take a second? Because we've mentioned hoodoo a couple of times because they've, they've always said hoodoo and not voodoo. And I just want to make sure that people know that there is a difference between the two. No, they do say sometimes hoodoo or voodoo things going on. It generally... They usually just stick to hoodoo, like in as this the thing. episode. I think in this episode, everything they've said has been hoodoo. Yes, but in the yeah, I think you're right. But in the past, they do sometimes say maybe it's hoodoo or voodoo. You know, yes. so they, they do differentiate that it is two different things. But in this one, okay. they've just stuck to hoodoo. Just stuck to hoodoo. So I just wanted for my own clarification. Yeah, I just okay. wanted to make sure that I knew that they specifically were talking about hoodoo. So voodoo is a religion, is a practicing religion. Where, I mean, this is simplified, of course. Yeah. Um, and hoodoo is actually the result of religious persecution and suppression. So it's more of a, a spiritual, like, um, folk magic mm. as opposed to a practiced religion. Mm. So those are the, the differences there. Um, one's a religion. One is a belief in spirituality, Yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that, that helped me because, you know, my idea of voodoo... Is, is only <laughs> is whitewashed uh, yes yeah it's, it's whitewashed and it's um 
uh, amplified by what you see in the movies exactly it's always you know chicken bones and Mm -hmm. you know dark evil stuff no i agree and i didn't know there was a difference either i mean i i guess i kind of thought that there was because of the past dimensions of it's either hoodoo or voodoo Dean does not get to poke. Yes. <laughs> All that to, to say, Dean doesn't get to poke her with a stick. With, with a stick. <laughs> and then Susan catches them. Of course. And is like, get out. Yep. Get out or I'm calling the cops. And they don't even argue. Yep. They just nope, kind of rightly say, so. They're yep. like, yep. <laughs> yep. Nope, you caught out. us. So uh, next thing we see is Tyler uh, playing Jax uh, mm-hmm. with Maggie. I used to love to play Jax. I <laughs> love Jax. So she's sitting there playing Jax with Maggie. And mom points to them and is like, hey, have you started packing yet? Mm-hmm. And and Tyler says, no, Maggie doesn't want to go. And I think because Susan is so, like, worked up from finding Dean and Sam, you know, having broken into their grandma's room. Yeah, that, that and I, they're probably, like, moving in the next couple of days or yeah, so. She's, she's like, I've had it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need you to go and pack. Maggie isn't real. You're too old to have an imaginary friend. Yeah. With a twist. (laughs) Now, I knew there was something up with Maggie, but I wasn't there. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was something up with her. Because there was a number of scenes where it's just Tyler and no Maggie, but but it was never just Maggie, no Tyler. Correct. But they did throw in Maggie in a couple of scenes. Like, there's one right in the beginning when the boys come into the hotel room where Tyler and Maggie both come running through. Running through, yeah. And if you watch it, Tyler physically bumps into one of them. I can't remember which. Maggie swerves to kind of avoid them. She doesn't actually physically come into contact with them. Yep. But but we're made to believe. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of this. Yeah. Especially if you were watching this for the first time. Yeah. So there's really no real, like going back and looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, we never see Maggie alone. Mm-hmm. We see Tyler alone, you know. Yes. So, um, but still, okay, so... Maggie imaginary. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, the next thing we see is Susan's pack in the car. She's got boxes, putting them in the yes. trunk. And it should be noted that Maggie, like right when Susan walks away and is just like, I'm done pretending about your imaginary friend. Then Maggie looks at Tyler and says, I really don't like her. That's, and then that's, that's when the scene good. cuts off. No. Yes. Yeah, Susan's packing the car. Tyler is, again, playing with the dollhouse. Um, right. playing with like this little wind up toy that like moves around like a horse, a guy in a horse or something. Yeah. Um, and while she's playing with it, the toy swings in the dollhouse playground starts swinging by themselves. And again, Tyler yeah. is just looking, not reacting. <laughs> and then the real pl- playground swings start moving. Outside starts swinging. And it just yep. keeps going this way with each different part of the playground. Like it's the seesaw. Like, and the teeter tots And then and the then, merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. And while Susan is distracted by this, you know, she goes to look at the one thing. Right. Being like, okay, that's weird. But it is windy, so maybe it's just the wind doing Yeah, it's not weird uncommon things. to see the swing start swinging. Yes. But the teeter-totter oh. start teetering. Yeah. And then the merry-go-round just starts spinning. It's got that creaky, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, around and around. And did this for you echo a little bit that girl that you didn't like in No Exit who just like stood and watched things happen around her and didn't do a much? A yeah. little bit because the car starts behind her. Uh-huh. and susan doesn't hear it or yeah. doesn't react to it i'm like come on it's it's one thing to see the swing swing it's another thing to then see the teeter-tarter but to then still be standing there and just watching now the merry-go-round is spinning by mm-hmm. itself it's like 
what what else do you need to turn around and be like, I'm not going to stand here. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. I understand the initial like confusion of, Mm -hmm. you know, fight or flight takes a second. Yeah. Mine would have kicked in a little bit sooner than than hers. (laughs) And hers actually doesn't because the car behind her starts and it starts rolling towards her Uh and starts to pick up speed. And just before it hits her, Sam leaps out. It chases her. It chases her down the driveway? Yes. Like, she does turn around at some point when it's already on the move, like, towards her. Mm-hmm. And then she sees it, and she's like, oh, and she kind of just starts walking, like, okay, what, you know, what's, what's happening? Yeah. And then the car is, like, following her, and there she's running. Like, she ch- she's running now away she's from running. the car, and the and the car is trying to Chasing run her, her down. And then just then in time. Sam leaps out. <laughs> yeah, then Sam leaps out. <laughs> Sam leaps out and knocks her out of the way. And oh, I just totally hit my microphone. Sorry. <laughs> Very energetic. Um, knocks her clear of the path of the car. The car crashes into a tree. And she's like, what the hell is going on here? Right. Yeah. Both both boys usher her back into the house. They're like, and we, we got to get, yep, get inside. Let's yep. go. She's distressed. She needs a drink. Understandable. <laughs> they get to have the truth is out there talk. Yes. With but her. They, yeah. But they don't have time to ease her into it. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, sorry, sorry, we don't have time. Um, yeah. We thought it was hoodoo. We thought it was a spell, but it turns out what happened outside just now, mm-hmm. that's a spirit. Yeah. And she's like, what? And they're like, nope. Nope, you just you're just gonna have to accept this. Your family's in danger. We have to get everybody out. You need to get the staff out. Well, you have yes. to get Sam's he asks her when Rose had a stroke, which was a month ago. Mm. He's like, Okay, so about the same time that all of this death started happening. So it probably was hoodoo, but not for destruction, for protection. Uh, and now that yeah. she can't do it anymore. The spirits on the loose. The spirits are loose, right? So it was like a binding spell. Yeah, kind of. And then he's like, we got to get everybody out. You know, your helpers, your mother, your daughters, your staff. Um, which she's then, like, he's like, wait, no, sorry. Maggie is imaginary. Um, and they're like, oh, fuck, where's Tyler? <laughs> you know? Right? Well, here's, but here's a question. Here's a question. When, when she, you know, she says, I only have one daughter. Dean says, Tyler has a sister named Maggie. He mm-hmm. says that. He mm-hmm. doesn't say Maggie has a sister named Tyler. So it's just a, it, an interesting, convenient jump that, that he grabbed the rights, you know. Because Tyler's the only one he's seen. No, because in the you just said, even in the beginning, the, the two... He wouldn't have oh, seen he her. he not seen her. Valerie! He's only seen Tyler, who has talked about Maggie, who said, Maggie's being mean to me. Sammy, the things you see that I don't see... <laughs> Well, same. Blows my mind. Well, and I thought I, and I wrote this down, so I thought about it. You know, (laughs) this was a thought process I had. Why did he say Tyler? And it's because he's never seen Maggie. Okay. Well, I didn't even think about the fact, like the order of things that he said, but. <clears throat> but it's because but you Ty- knew the answer. knew <laughs> <laughs> the answer. Okay, so yes, they. She says Maggie's not real. They're like, fuck. Where's yeah. Tyler? Yeah. He's like, aha. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now cut to Maggie mm-hmm. for the first time. We see her in the attic by herself. I mean, she's uh-huh. not by herself. She's without Tyler. Yeah. But she's standing in front of Grandma Rose, who's sitting in her her wheelchair or rocking, whatever it is. I was like, 
is Maggie a giant? She looked to be like <laughs> 10 feet tall, towering she had, over. She kind of did the way the camera grandma. was angled that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly she's just standing there and they just wanted to wanted her to look imposing, but she's just yeah. standing in front of grandma. And mm-hmm. not, I don't want to say menacing, but menacing. menacing. She's, she's talking to Grandma Rose, but we don't hear what Grandma's saying, but she's clearly having a conversation because she's responding. Tyler, I'm mean, Maggie is responding. Okay, well, mm. and so it's like this weird conversation. And then um, Tyler comes in and is like, oh, Maggie, we can't be in here. You can't be upsetting Grandma Rose. Yeah. So Maggie is threatening Grandma Rose. See, Tyler will stay with me forever and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Tyler, let's and, go play forever and ever and, and ever, ever and ever. And yeah, and and poor grandma has that same look like she does look afraid. But oh, that's yeah. the same look that she had on her face when Sam and Dean were in there. Yeah. So the the boys and Susan, they come into the playroom where, you know, the dolls have now been like thrown off of their shelves. Smashed. They're broken. Yep. Um, no sign of Tyler. And then they start asking questions about Maggie's like, okay, when did she start seeing Maggie or like talking about Maggie? Okay. Who could was, Maggie actually be? Yeah. It's like, well, she started seeing her a month ago, which again lines up with, uh, grandma Rose's stroke. It's like, did you know anybody named Maggie in real life? Oh, well, my mother oh. did have a sister named Margaret who mm-hmm. died here. She drowned in the pool when she was a little girl. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so then off they go. It's like, okay, we gotta go. Gotta go to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we cut to the pool, the two little girls are, like, on the edge of this balcony that is over the pool. A super cool pool house, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, the uh, tragedy, <laughs> the impending <laughs> right. tragedy aside, right. the it's pool like, house is really cool. <laughs> yeah. It was also used in a, an episode of Psych, FYI. Oh, was it? Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so these two little girls, and poor... Poor Tyler is terrified. She may be yeah. standing on the, the outside of the, the rails, like yeah. overlooking the pool, mm-hmm. but she's terrified. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah. But Maggie is there saying, no, no, you have to do this. Yeah. It won't hurt. You have to mm-hmm. do this. And and uh, Tyler's like, but I can't swim. Maggie says, that's okay. You do this and then we'll be together. Yeah. And we can play forever yeah. and ever. And she pushes her. Yes. And it's right when... Like everybody reaches the pool house, but it's locked, and and Tyler sees her mom. You know she screams for mommy, mm-hmm. and then yeah, then Maggie pushes her into the pool, and then even when she goes into the pool and she's kind of like tangled up in the plastic cover that yeah. the um that's on top of the pool. Even when she does finally surface from the pool, Maggie pushes her head under, yep, and says it'll yep. all be over soon. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yep. She's being very eerily calm. Yeah. about well, she, murdering this little girl. Right? Well, she says earlier, she's like, because Tyler's kind of pleading, like, well, why don't you just leave with us? Yeah. Like, before she got pushed, she's like, why don't you leave with mommy and me? Because then we can just be together and play. And mm-hmm. uh, Maggie's like, I can't leave. Yeah. I can't ever leave this place. And now you can't leave me. Yeah. And is just very calmly holding this girl's yeah. head underwater now. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I know. Okay. This has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Sam stays up at the roof, and he's trying to break down this uh, crazy enforced glass with uh, a heavy urn um, that yep. he's just like, I mean, he smashed, must have smashed. He can't smashed yeah. it like twenty times. Yeah, um, just like 
and Dean's on the backside mm-hmm. trying to kick in a door, which normally Dean, the door kicker, <laughs> yeah. would be able to kick in, mm-hmm. but he can't kick the door. He's, son of a bitch, you know, he cannot break down this door. Yeah. Um, and then just in time, Maggie gets distracted by a voice in the ether that says, Margaret. Margaret. And so then Margaret. she kind of, you know, disappears. Unfortunately, Tyler is now at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. But Sam is able to, in that moment, smash through the, the glass door mm-hmm. and he runs, leaps like onto and over the railing. Yeah down a story uh-huh. into the pool and fights his way through the same uh, plastic pool covering that mm-hmm. poor Tyler had to fight through and is able to get to uh, to Tyler. At the same time, Dean is finally able to kick mm-hmm. in that door and mm-hmm. he and Susan go running in. And Dean, ha- I mean, Dean, Sam has a Dean moment. <laughs> yes, that I where, said. He said he had a yeah. dead in the water moment. <laughs> yep. Where he's able to rise up out of the water with the with the body of this little girl in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, is you know, lays her down on the side of the pool and she's not breathing. Not there's moving. a there's a definite moment, like a few seconds there where it's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. He she's- was too late too late again i know but luckily she coughs and sputters and she lives um i just want to do a shout out to the children actors on this show I know. once again stellar performances mm-hmm. by young young professionals yeah. i i'm just i'm i love it i love seeing children actors actually being kids but acting you know yeah. mm-hmm. so good job you guys and so we see again Tyler, uh, Mag- oh, Valerie, Maggie's mm-hmm. now back up in the attic again. Yes. Talking yes. to Grandma Rose. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely having a conversation. We cannot hear Grandma's responses. But yeah. it does sound like Maggie's making a deal with her. You know, be like, yeah. okay, I'll leave them alone. And she's like, and you'll do this for me? I'm assuming the conversation is because Maggie then says, you would do this for me? I thought you didn't like me. Yeah. You know, I thought that, you know, you stopped liking me all those years ago. Like, yeah. why did you keep me out? Uh-huh. Why did you keep me out all those years? I mean, no, no, because it, it, the, the scene ends with Maggie just kind of caressing Grandma Rose's face. Yeah. And, and says, it okay, leaves us there. Little sister. Yeah. Calls her little sister. Like, and even right out of the pool, uh, Sam and Dean ask Tyler, like, do you see Maggie anywhere? She doesn't. Maggie isn't around. Yeah, Ty- Tyler says no. And then they're back in the house uh, Sam and Dean are like, so she just stopped? Yeah. Is this what? done? What's going on? And uh, Susan and Tyler are like, okay, we got to go get Grandma and get and the hell go. out of here. Yep. But then Sam and Dean hear them scream. They go up there and... and Grandma's uh, dead. Just slumped over in the chair. This time she actually is dead. Yes, uh, yes. And not in a gruesome way. She's just, you know, she's just, her throat isn't cut or anything like no. that. You know, she's just... <laughs> just uh, but her eyes are open and, you know, head tilted yeah. to the side. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, our assumption is that my Mag- assumption at first was Maggie killed her. Yeah. So then it's either later in the day or the next day. I don't know. It's a different point in time. They yeah. are, you know, saying they're, they're kind and loving goodbyes to Susan. You know, she's, you know, forever thankful, especially to Sam uh, for saving the little girl's life. And her life, by Yeah, the way. and her life. Yeah. Dean says, you know, like, save the mom, save the kid. All right. <laughs> check, check. Good day for but you. Then- um, and Tyler definitely hasn't seen Maggie around. So they're kind of like, I, well, I guess it's over. 
I'm not sure how, but yeah, I thought that was. I was like, why didn't they, you know, <laughs> investigate further? Investigate like, make sure it's bit... actually done. Yeah, exactly. Because my thought was, is that this that Maggie killed the grandmas, which means Maggie is still a marauding yeah, spirit. Right. So why not like salt and burn the bones? Right. You know, why not? But they're like, no. All right, well, she's she's not here. I guess. Yes, we can go. Yeah, I guess it maybe Rose had something to do with it. I don't know. Okay, bye. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Dean had a Dean moment where he told Sam that he could have had a MILF moment with yeah. uh, with Susan, which, yeah. you know, Dean. Because, you know, a woman can't show her affection and gratefulness <laughs> no. without, without it being a doink moment. <laughs> so mom and Tyler get put into a big yellow taxi <laughs> yeah. and then drive off. I wouldn't have gotten back into the uh, the car that tried to run me oh, down no. either. Sam brings back the he promise. He doesn't let Dean off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, just because I saved these two people, you know, yay for me and all, but uh, that doesn't change anything. You still yeah. made a promise. Yeah. And Dean's like, but you were drunk. You don't know what we were talking about. Uh-huh. And Sam's like, yeah, but you weren't drunk and you made a promise. Uh-huh. Oh, I just, again, I was like, oh, everything just came crashing down to earth again. I know. know? And then, and Dean doesn't even respond. He just doesn't respond, starts the car, and then they go. And off they go. But that's not the end of the episode. No, the camera, I I loved this last shot. It's like it does a slow pan or like a move. Uh, First it does like a slow close-up into that photo that um that sherwin had placed on the center mantle of rose and the nanny yeah and then it goes like up through the hallway of the house like it kind of goes up the stairs it kind of does like you know in titanic when it did it when it like moved like down the stairs yeah it tracks all through the house like it's Uh a person yes and then we hear before we see, you know, two girls playing in the playroom. Yep. We hear and, laughter. Yes. Maggie has gained her forever playmate, yep. uh, which was Rose. Right. So they're like skipping rope together and yeah. laughing. Uh-huh. And now the ghosts are together in this house. So clearly Rose sacrificed herself yeah. for her sister's happiness. Yeah. And to save her granddaughter too. Right. I think it was more to save her granddaughter. She's like, okay. You gotta leave them alone. You know, fine. Yeah. I'll be a ghost with you forever. Just if it don't to make you them. happy, mm-hmm. undo this. You gotta let everything else go. Yeah. So I have a couple questions because that's it. That's the end of the episode. Is, yeah. You know, the girls jumping rope in slow motion. Forever, and forever, and ever. Yeah. Forever, forever, and ever. So I feel terrible for Rose. <laughs> yeah. So a handful of questions. One is what happens when the, the plans for the demolished? Demolish- <laughs> yes. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, because the ghost can't leave. I mean, she says that. I can't leave. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, is that an episode down the road? You know? And then also, what made Rose initially as a young girl, like what made her decide to continue the hoodoo that the nanny was practicing? Or, I mean, or what made her do the hoodoo to block hmm. Maggie in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. was Maggie, how, did Maggie actually drown or was Maggie killed? Was she an avenging spirit? Like mm. what made her an evil, what made her something to be kept out, I guess is the question. Right. I mean, she's since then murdered, you know, three people yeah. in the house to try to keep, you know, her playmates there. I don't know. I, it's like, what, what made, what made Rose initially do the hoodoo to keep the spirit of dead Maggie out? Or was it just the fact that it was a spirit? <laughs> I think know, it that... could have just been a spirit. And maybe like later she learned 
that it was Maggie. Or maybe she never knew it was Maggie until she had the stroke and oh, then realized like, that she'd been keeping her sister out. Yeah. But when a person first comes a ghost, they're not automatically avenging, evil. right? They're not right. automatically evil. Sometimes it's just unfinished business. Uh, right. Or they chose to stay behind. Right. Like Dean, you know, he was offered that choice. It's like, okay, you can either stay mm -hmm. and just like roam the halls, but eventually you'll become gonna be angry uh, or you can come with me. So Maggie decided to stay and then eventually became evil. Uh, I would say that the nanny probably recognized that there was a spirit around. Maybe it was, maybe she recognized it was Maggie's spirit, but not knowing, maybe she didn't know how to necessarily kill the spirit like right and the, just, so just the hunters the... do yeah i'm just like okay let's just let's just protect the family let's protect you just in case maggie comes for you wanting mm -hmm. a forever playmate in her life and because rose grew up with what was her name marie i think it was marie uh, uh yes uh, marie the nanny. The nanny. then she just kind of took on that practice once marie moved on mm -hmm. that would be my hypothesis i also hypothesized that the it was the um, they did a couple close-ups of that doll that was in oh, Maggie's the... likeness, mm -hmm. like the really twirly hair. That that was probably her. Uh, would you call it a totem? Maybe the thing that the spirit is attaching itself onto. Yeah, maybe. So maybe when the so maybe when the hotel gets demolished, the the the, the doll gets broken up. Well, I guess you have to salt and burn it though in order for salt it to salt and burn. Yeah. So I don't, don't know. know. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't go into any history of those dolls. Other than, like, if you were a doll, chances are you were going to die. Yeah. It just left me with some questions. Oh, totally. All. I did those two. So I was like, oh, no, they're going to be happy until they d <laughs> demo this hotel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess they'll and just I'm haunt like, the new place. I don't know. Yeah, I felt bad. For, for everybody, I felt bad for Rose, even though she was getting to jump rope with her sister, it was mm -hmm. reluctantly, yeah. you know, and then I felt bad for Dean, who went from, like, jokingly MILF moment yeah. to, oh, you know, fuck, yeah. Yeah. you know, Sam's put this back on me. I feel like this storyline was part of a Goosebumps book. <laughs> <laughs> did you read Goosebumps? I don't know, maybe they were I, after I did. your time. They were, they, were, they were after my time. It felt like a Goosebumps story to me. Like, even mm. though I didn't really remember this episode, the story was very similar, especially the part where Maggie was trying to convince Tyler to kill herself to stay with her forever. Yeah. I feel like that moment especially is in a Goosebumps story or in um, a show called Are You Afraid of the Dark that was on Nickelodeon. It was um, it was always set up. It was like teenagers around a campfire, like real teenagers telling ghost stories. And then th that episode would be like a that ghost story do you know what i mean gotcha. so it'd be like mm -hmm. you and i telling a ghost story and then, and then it cut to like a play story. act of the ghost story yeah yeah i initially thought with the dolls and stuff that it was going to be like a possessed doll type yeah. of story like it was going to be a chucky mm -hmm. type of thing so i'm glad it wasn't because mm -hmm. it kind of kept me guessing a little bit i wasn't you know actively going what's it gonna be yeah but i was thankful that it wasn't just like a possessed doll yeah. I was happy for that. I was like, okay, I don't hate dolls necessarily from this episode. Mm -hmm. No, again, I think they did a really good job of keeping the audience on their toes of what the thing was going to be, especially since mm -hmm. it just was surrounded by so much creep factor. Yeah. You know, yes, the dolls, but also just the old creepy motel, the floating wedding dress on the wall, the, yeah. the 
old as dirt butler, you know. <laughs> Who drove a kick-ass truck, by I know, the way. I know. <laughs> I was like, that was a randomly placed vintage mm-hmm. truck. Yeah. But yeah, there was like a lot more humor, and I think it was just because of Drunk Sam. You know, when you whenever you put a drunk character into the mix, you know, it just really right. like turns it for a loop, you know, because then they right. could just be like, Oh my god, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> well, especially given that Sam's been in such control of himself. Yeah. That's like, a good from the point. beginning. He's been he's been the one who's been in control. And it's Dean who's the one who's been is Dean going to kill somebody? Is Dean going to, you know, run off and be a hunter like uh gordon yeah you know you just never know but sam's been pretty even keel we always know what sam's gonna be like yeah that's a good point drunk moment (laughs) you're bossy (laughs) short all right what's next the next episode is night shifter i watched the teaser and that's Uh it it's very similar to um, Skin, although not as dramatic. Oh, okay. So Shifter, there's a Shifter in it. Yes, nice but shifter. but it ends with uh, with Dean in a compromising position. Oh. Yes, but funnier. It's not murder. Oh, okay. You know? so- <laughs> it didn't <laughs> leave me caught- going like, oh, no. Oh, not again. We just saw this. Yeah. He's not standing over a body with a, a knife no. in his hand. No, he's not. Pew. So we've wrapped up episode 11. We'll see you next week for episode 12, Night Shifter. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate us, uh, subscribe to us, or follow us, whatever the platform's language is on that. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it! Also on our social media, we are at Salt and Burn This Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Salt and Burn This on Twitter. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.